The following podcast is a production of Hardly Awesome Studios in association with the network. Find us at BICBP-radio.com. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Out of the Shadows. I'm one of your hosts, Chris Chavez, joined as always by Jim Clark. What's up? What's up? Spooky season is upon us. Spooky dookie dookie season, yes. Dude. And I am so fucking happy it's here. It's my favorite time, dude. It really (sighs) is. And I I noticed driving to work today, a lot of the trees are starting to change. Yep. Yep. Finally. And it feels that. I'm not a fan of the overcast skies and the rain. I kind of am. Not yeah. the rain so much. Well, maybe the the soft rain here and there. Maybe keep it a wet day. I like the overcast this time of year because it does. It feels creepier and spookier. Now, I'm not a fan at 530 in the morning where I'm supposed to. That's typically when I wake up mm-hmm. and it's somewhat light out. Not anymore. You yeah, know, no, it's, it's getting dark, darker dude. now. And then when it's overcast, it's even darker. I turn the lights on when I get up in the morning. Yeah, dude. I can't do it. Um no, but see, I like it more sunny, dude. Nice, nice, warm fall. I like to see the warmth in everything, you know? Oh, yeah? Like uh, like there's this scene in the the 1978 John Carpenter movie where Lori and um, Annie are driving around. <laughs> yeah. And you got the shot from behind them, and you got yeah. the sun coming in. You yeah. got the, uh, the, the lens flares. And I love that shot just because the light and the warmth in that. Oh, yeah. Just- I'm not going to fight that, dude. That is a great time, especially in the fall when everything around has the reds and the yeah, oranges yeah. and the browns, and it's nice. Yeah, but but my preference is the you know an, an overcast day because it is creepy. Now, the f- we're gonna actually we'll get into it, right? We're gonna get into into the movie because I, when you said that, it made me kind of chuckle a little. But uh, <laughs> but now, like I said, driving around, I'm starting to see more more Halloween stuff up on on people's houses. We've seen mm-hmm. the pumpkins. I love when mm-hmm. the pumpkins. I just start got showing some pumpkins up. the other day. I got a skele- uh, life size skeleton that I put out in a patio chair on my uh, my gotta patio. Put a cigarette in his mouth. I got to do something, dude. Dead man's cigarette, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, and then, uh, yeah, dude, I'm loving it. This is just my favorite thing. And so what we're doing with the show is another thing I love to do. Obviously we watch horror movies, uh, you know, because that's what we do for the show. I watch horror movies all the time. I literally go to sleep watching horror movies. Mm. Every night I go to bed, I put on a horror movie. Um, I don't watch them all. I'll fall asleep watching them. And sometimes they're classics. Sometimes they're ones I've never heard of like the $2 horror movies. You know what I mean? But what we're doing this this time on Out of the Shadows, as listeners know, is we're doing 31 Days of Halloween, where we picked 31 movies to put on a calendar and say we're going to watch these and then talk about them on the show. Mm-hmm. Now, we don't have many to talk about this time because it is October 4th as of this recording, so we've only seen three of the movies on the list. However, we're going to do it. Yes. Um, two of them we're not going to go too heavy on because we're going to talk about them in the future. Yes. So let's talk about it, though. Let's jump into the... 31 days of Halloween. The first one, day one, we're going to typically, this movie, I saved till closer to Halloween. Yeah. I really do. This time I thought, let's do something completely different and kick off Halloween season with 1978, John Carpenter's Halloween. Seems to me you're just plain scared. Yes. Yeah, I I am. uh, I met him 
15 years ago, I, I was told there was nothing left. No reason, no uh, conscience, no understanding, and even the most rudimentary sense of life or death, of, of good or evil, right or wrong. I met this six-year-old child with this blank, pale, emotionless face and the blackest eyes, the devil's eyes. I spent eight years trying to reach him and then another seven trying to keep him locked up because I realized that what was living behind that boy's eyes was purely and simply evil. What do we do? He's been here once tonight. I think he'll come back. I'm gonna wait for him. I still think I should notify the radio and television. No. If you do that, they'll see him on every street corner. They'll look for him in every house. Just tell your men to keep their mouths shut and their eyes open. I'll check back in an hour. And I, after we made this list, realized, hmm, maybe we should have put a different movie there. Really? One that's not on our list. Texas Chainsaw Massacre, because it opened on October 4th. Not October 4th, October 1st. Ah. Yes. That could have been fun. That could have been yeah. fun to do that. However, but I think no. it was a good idea yes. to kick off the the entire feeling for what we're doing with the one, right? This is considered the classic, the 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 iconic, the number one movie that kicks off the slasher genre. I mean, that's what it's considered. I'm sorry, it was October 11th. Ah, well, we should have thrown it on 1st. the 11th then. Yeah. Um, but this is the one, right? So Halloween 1978 is the big one. We're not going to go too heavy on this. And the reason we're not going to go too heavy on this is that we're planning on covering this movie in a future episode that's in between, in the in between yeah. of the 80s. Uh, we're going to watch the a bunch of the ha- uh, Halloween movies. So just to kind of cover a few things on this movie, though, it's classic. This is the one. Oh, absolutely, dude. This, this started look a at. lot, dude. Yes. This was an example set forth, set in stone, and where we got got a lot of our tropes from. Oh, yeah. A lot yes. of tropes. One of them I want to bring up here, and we may talk about it again, okay? Oh, I'm sure we will. I'm thinking so, exactly where you're going. Are you talking? Are you thinking about this? The doing drugs? Ah, uh, yes, absolutely. The doing drugs, right? So here's the thing: if you're a, if you're if if you were a born any time after the '90s, you've probably seen the movie Scream, and the movie Scream is very popular for it. Basically, spelled out the rules for surviving yeah. horror, and one of those rules is you can't do drugs because mm-hmm. if you do drugs, you're going to be one of the characters in the movie that dies. In this movie, there's a scene where the scene that you like, where they're in the car, right? Yeah. And Lori's friend lights up a joint. No, and, I think this is just after oh, this that. Is, okay. Because they're smoking the joint and then they see her father. Yeah. The sheriff. And then it's after that while they're going to the houses, I believe they have the conversation. Okay. So she lights up a joint, takes a hit, passes it to Lori. Why doesn't Lori die? I want to I want to know your thoughts or opinion as to why Lori doesn't die. Because she didn't inhale. Very good. She faked it. If you watch that movie, there she you don't see her actually take a hit at all. You watch her pull it from her lips like she was taking a hit. It looks to me, and I believe there's actually this little thing where she kind of does a side glance to her friend. It's like she's faking it to so that her friend doesn't think she's a, a square. <laughs> you know what I mean? And she even fakes coughing where no smoke comes out of her mouth or nose. 
Okay. Now you could say that's just the acting and she didn't want to smoke for real, but she's not killed, man. She survived. Okay. Okay. (laughs) However, let's look at The Shining and how there was no breath in the cold. That's what I'm saying. It could be the production piece. However, However, I like to lean the other way because it's a lot better. She survived. Yes. And it looks like she's faking it. Mm -hmm. And we know Lori is the kind of girl that's considered the prude with her friends, the goody two shoes. And so it makes sense that she's faking smoking weed, that she didn't really smoke the weed. And that is why she survives. Mm hmm. When I was, I, I've never thought about that, never put two and two together when I was watching it this time. When I was watching it this time, again, I was watching it now with the eye of watching this movie as a critical, you know, mm-hmm. viewer, um, which sometimes isn't good because I started noticing some things where I'm like, okay, but I love this movie. So I'm just going yeah, to pretend it doesn't movie. matter. You it know doesn't what I mean? matter what the movie is. But yeah, this is, this is just one of those, man, it, and to kick off Halloween, it just feels like we needed this to do it because now we yeah. have that feeling of, of Halloween we, time. Yes, and we have, we have everything that's coming after this point in this month in these movies, everything, the stage is set, yep. it's been established, we're ready to roll. I wanted, so I was going to say, initially I was going to jump to the next, to the, the day three and just kind of gloss over that as well. And then jump to day two because we're going to go heavy on day two. But instead, let's just talk about I day two. I just want to do it right in order. order, dude. So here we go. So we watched Halloween for day one. We're going to cover it more later. Next, we watched for day two, The Autopsy of Jane Doe. that for make sure he's dead there used to be a time it was hard to tell a comatose person from a dead one so coroners tied bells to everybody in the morgue so if they heard a ting they knew somebody down there wasn't quite ready to go so why do you have one um i'm i'm a bit of a traditionalist why do you cover his face there wasn't much of a face left to cover Point blank gunshot blast tend to do that. Who shot him? Angle of entry suggests he did it to himself until we found strychnine in his system. Judging by the progress it made through his bloodstream, he was already dead by the time somebody blew his face off. Why would anyone do that? You sound like your boyfriend. Leave the why to the cops and the shrinks. We're just here to find cause of death. No more, no less. Now, this movie, we don't have any plans to really get into too deep, so we are going to talk about it, or in the future, so we are going to talk about it here. See, and, and this was one that I was going to bring up later in the future, but let's get into it here. As well, we like, what were, you gonna, what were you going to do with I this? don't know. That's the thing. I was going to wait for I was gonna wait for an appropriate like one where maybe we did, all right, Chris, you pick two, I pick two. Oh, okay. Something like that. You know what I mean? But Now, when you say that, is that because this was, I believe you said this is a movie you loved it. Yeah, I do enjoy and this so movie a you lot. Were like, this was a scary movie I the first really, time I saw this. Really? Yeah, this was, I was like, oh. dang, this is actually scary. Hmm. Yeah. I don't think I was scared. I was, I was, I mean, I thought there were parts that were really good and kind of creepy and stuff, but mostly I was super fucking intrigued. Yeah. Yeah, so, it is a very intriguing uh, story. So this Absolutely. movie, um, the the idea behind this movie is that it opens with uh, police uh, investigating what looks like a murder-suicide in a home. 
I believe that's kind of how they 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 said it was a murder suicide. Mm-hmm. And then we are also shown that in this, that there's three people that are dead in this home, but there's also a fourth body that they find in the basement, partially covered, partially buried. It's in it's it's kind of uh, a half naked woman in the ground. So from there we well, cut. It's, it's a full naked woman, half buried in the ha- ground. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. What did I say? Half and full buried in the you ground. Said, you said half half <laughs> naked woman buried in the ground. Yeah, yeah. She's half buried in the ground. She's she's fully naked. We cut over to um, a what, what is he a mortician right? No, he's not a mortician. Who does the autopsy? The uh, well, this this was kind of like a, a small way out there town, so it wasn't like your typical coroner. It was okay. like okay, done so in somebody's like house. Yeah. Well, I think it's he's like got. Rule, I, I bet you he's rule. got the home. He's got the coroner thing there, and he, then he's it's probably, probably the all morgue one as well. One stop shop because they're so far out in the country and rural. Yeah. So they bring. So he's there, and we're introduced to this dot this coroner. And he's performing an autopsy on someone and his son and his son's assisting. And he's basically quizzing the son to see, you know, what do you think happened to this guy? And the son goes through all the things he's learned, you know, and he says this, I've seen this. So this is what it looks like. Mm-hmm. And the dad says, not really. And he says, you got to look closer. And Basically, he shows him that. And this is what I thought was super awesome and fascinating was that the human body whenever it whatever when it comes to to this point where it's been it's dead right mm-hmm. it's going to tell you how it died it's yeah. going to it's rare where it's completely like unexplainable on how somebody expires yeah. the body's going to tell you and so that's the point to this very beginning thing is we have this this father who's teaching his son and he's also showing his son like look closer there's always more mhm mhm so the son, you know, they're cleaning up. The son's girlfriend gets there. They're about to go out to to, to dinner. And they, there's this exchange where you're kind of led to believe that he's either going to be leaving this or moving away or he doesn't want to be in the coroning business anymore. Coroning? Is that a thing? Coronering? Corner, coronering? Oh, the uh, medical autopsy. <laughs> the autopsy. Fee. Like, he either doesn't want to do it anymore, which I don't buy. I think it was that they were moving away. They were, like, going to be getting away from there. Yeah. Oh, when you grow up in a small rural town, what do you want to do? You want to go to the city. Yeah, you know? but he hasn't broke the news to his dad yet, nope. right? And before he and his girlfriend can get out, the sheriff arrives with this body that they pulled from the basement, this woman. And, um, you know, he says to the to the coroner, I need you to take care of this and I need this immediately because this is a big deal. And coroner says, yeah, no problem. The old, the old guy's going to stay behind and work. And the son now is feeling like, well, there's two pieces here that I see. There's a guilt. Like, I don't want to leave my dad all this work, mm-hmm. especially if he has to do it all in one night. And also, I want to see what happened because he's always worrying about why, how did this happen? How did this happen? And not figuring out how the body, you know, instead yeah, of yeah, saying yeah. this is how the body died, he always wants to know why, why did that happen? Why, why? And his dad's like, that's not your job. Leave that to the detective, to detective right? Yep. But so that shows like he's got this kind of, I got to see what this is. So he tells his girlfriend, we'll get together later. Come back at 11. We'll go out later. Yep. Comes back, tells his dad, I'm going to help you. So now we have this female body in her 20s. She's dead. And the first thing we notice is that she looks fresh. Mm -hmm. However, she was supposed to have been there for a while. I forgot how long they said, but she had been dead longer than whatever because however it was buried or whatever. I don't remember what it was. Settled or something. Yeah. Um. Then they start noticing some weird things. Like they notice that her her wrists and her ankles, the bones are all shattered, right? Mm-hmm. They n- start noticing peat um, the wood, the peat wood under peat. her nails yep. and, and toenails. And this is where I'm starting to be like, I'm fascinated now, dude. This is where I'm like, this is good. Mm-hmm. 
because why does she have peat in, under her nails? What was the town that they're in? Where are they? I know it's not the Northeast because he says you can only find this in the woods. Yeah, in the they're, they're down, down south. Down I don't south, know exactly yeah. where, but they're further southern. It's like a southern, yeah. a southern state. Um, not like southern, southern, but like yeah, not too middle bad. of the middle of the pack. But he says, you know, he says you can only find peat in northeast, in you know, northern northeastern America. This is where you're finding this type of wood, and so it's rare around here. Um, then they start doing some other things. What was the next thing they found? They found the. The little pouch was that the thing they found next? When oh, they, in her throat. No, first they started to do um, anything else. What else was physical that they found on her? I can't remember now. Can't anyway, remember they found the, some cool yeah. things, right? And so, but it becomes like, like what? This doesn't make sense. Then they find her eyes are all clouded over, mm-hmm. and that was a big deal. I forgot why you said that was a big deal. Then it was time to actually do the internal autopsy. So they start cutting her open, and she starts to bleed, and they're just like, "What the fuck?" This, there should not be any blood just free-flowing out of this person. Well, he said it happens. It's yes, rare, it's but not in a body rare. this old. Right. And that's why their reaction is like, what yeah. the shit, right? There's no rigor mortis for nope. this body being old. It's, it's flexible. It moves around. That's how they found out about the shattered joints. Then they start doing this autopsy. The first thing they notice is that these lungs and her organs, all her organs are scarred. Mm-hmm. And they have scars all well, over. Well, her her she has scarring on certain organs, but yeah. then she also has her her lungs are blackened. Black. Right. Yeah. So the first thing he says is the scarring would show would is evidence of her being stabbed numerous times. However, her skin on the outside showed no scarring. Nothing. The lungs looked as if they've been scorched by flames. However, that doesn't make sense because, because there's no evidence of there's elsewhere. No ev- evidence of burning elsewhere. So they get into her, her um, they start getting into her digestive tract and they pull out this like wet, disgusting, shriveled flower, mm-hmm. right? And they look it up and it's this flower. I forgot what, I forgot there was some yeah, significance something. to the flower and they look a little deeper. They go through the, they go through it a little deeper and then they find this pouch and it's this fabric. Uh, oh, the fabric. So before they even opened her up, they had found that, that thin piece of fabric String. in her yep. throat and they pulled it out of her throat. So then they find this 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 little piece of fabric that's tied in a bundle in her stomach, in her or in her digestive tract. So they pull it out, they open it up, and it's a tooth. Mm-hmm. And they realize, oh, it's the tooth that's missing from her mouth. So that was one of the other things. There was a molar missing. All these little things were like, yeah, why it's is like this weird. happening? Yeah, what's going on? So when here? they start finding more things, it's like, oh, this is that's the molar, right? Mm-hmm. This is this string is from this thing. Okay, so what's going on? And this fabric has weird writing on it, and they can't figure out what it is. Mm-hmm. And the whole time this is happening, weird little things are happening around this 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 place. Uh, the, the door power goes the, out. The, yeah, power starts to flicker a little bit yep. here and there. The radio starts playing a song where, like the the lyrics of the song are things like "You're never gonna get out," "You're never gonna yeah, get away," music. and the kids just like, "I don't. I think we should maybe just let's leave. Let's go. Let's let's come back tomorrow because I'm having a bad feeling here." Um, there was a moment where they heard some sort of noise or something, and the kid had to go down the hall to check it out, and it was nobody. So he comes back, and they just keep getting to work. All these weird things are happening, yeah. right? And uh, all of a sudden, we get to this point where they come, they figure out what this writing is on this this 
thing, right? Like, so a lot of stuff had happened. Well, there was a lot yeah, of there was a lot of stuff that happened. Did yeah. the brain happen after this or before this? I think it happened. Before oh, the this, brain didn't it? thing too. Yes, they go in, they cut open the brain, they take a, a piece of the like the the tissue from tissue, the brain, and they're looking at it under the microscope, and it's, and it's living cells. Yes, literally living cells, and they're looking at this body like, holy fuck, she's alive. But how can she be alive? Like that yeah. doesn't make any sense. Um. What else was happening? Just a lot of the weird stuff, like the ghostly yeah. stuff, the kind paranormal. of paranormal things were happening. But then we get to the point where this paranormal stuff's really happening. The dad and the son know this is going on. There's a storm coming in, and it ends up trapping them down down in their basement area. The tree. Well, yeah. the, uh, the power goes out, so the elevator don't work. Yep. And then the uh, the tree falls on the the only other exit. Yep. That's a, it's like a it's like a cellar door. Yeah, like, like to old get school. Outside, old yeah. school cellar door style thing. So they can't get out. Um. They're trying to figure out, you know, what to do. Things going crazy, and then they figure out the writing on this thing, and they they figure it out somehow by folding it over with yeah, light. Fold it by four times, it. yeah. And basically, and so what it ends up being is a Bible verse, and the Bible verse is Leviticus something or other, and it's about witches. It's about mm-hmm. you know, the, if if this is the kind of person, blah, blah blah, this is then it's a witch, and like boom, and it had a date on it too. Yeah, the sixteen hundreds. Yep, and boom. More sh- and then it just goes from here. It goes full in. Like there's flames shooting the ceilings. There's there's walking dead bodies. There's um, I mean it just goes crazy here, right? The girl comes back and ends up getting biting it, biting it because the dad gets her with the axe. Yeah, yeah. These so they think they're being chased by these creatures and they're trying to get well, away. They think and they're they, getting chased by these fucking dead bodies and the dude. witch. They think As the witch is a part of this thing. Holy shit! That's like. My yeah. worst nightmare. Then they jump in. They try, you know, they're trying to get into this elevator. That they're trying to slit the door, and because it started working again, all of a sudden yeah. they heard it working. They came down. They're like, "What the hell? It's working. Let's get out of here." So they're trying to get out of here. They have a hatchet with them. They're trying to close this door, and it won't close. And they hear this thing coming, and the dad's freaking out, and he just fucking swings that hatchet out that cracked door. And then they go to see who they killed, and it ended up being the dude's girlfriend who just got back to kind of go to the date. And he starts flipping out, and they try to, you know, get him out. The dad ends up getting a lot of shit happening to him. He starts getting like stuff that happened to the witch. Yeah, all the witch's injuries are happening to him. His ankles and his fucking wrists are snapping and breaking. He's burning from the inside out. Mm -hmm. He's just getting all of this stuff happening to him. This stuff torturing him. Right? Yeah. He's literally the one who just sliced open this witch, and now he's getting his shit tortured. Um, and he ends up getting killed he ends up getting a, a a blade to the to the gut or wherever it was his his um heart or where was it i can't remember i don't know yeah so he, he ends up getting a scalpel to it and he's he lays there dying and the kid's just like he's just distraught he's trying to get out of here oh, fuck i'd be distraught too dude my girlfriend and my dad dude so he's like fuck it i'm and not I'm going for the elevator dead people yeah i'm not going for the elevator and he hears this voice out at the cellar entrance. It's supposed to be the sheriff. He hears the sheriff calling. So he runs up there and he's like, help me out. Help me. Pull me out. And all of a sudden that voice starts changing and it starts singing the song that he heard on the radio, radio? the creepy song. And he's like, what the fuck? Right. And he, he's like backing up and he's backing. And now he's at an elevated spot. He went up like three or four flights of stairs and he's backing up to this rickety old, uh, bear, what shoddy is metal railing railing. Right. And uh, he hears a noise, turns around. There's his dad right in his face, scares the shit out of him, and he falls backwards, falls to his death. Then we have the the police show up later, right? Mm-hmm. They they got the doors open. They come in. They what the hell's going on? And all of a sudden, this sheriff now is floored because that dead girl he brought in, she's still here, 
No autopsy's been done yet. She's nope. laying on that table completely fine, but he's looking at another murder-suicide. A girl that's been murdered, the dad that's been murdered, and a kid that jumped off the balcony. Yep. So this movie, <laughs> I just told everybody the plot. hope they saw it. Right. This movie was, I, I'm telling you, I loved it all the way up until it went crazy with a lot of the paranormal stuff because we, you and I talked about this. I think they could have done it better. Yeah. And not been so over the top with that stuff. I didn't need to see shooting flames go up to the ceiling. I didn't yeah, need Yeah, I didn't to, need the flames. You but know, I, some of the other stuff they it was it was stuff that they were just kind of it was cheap stuff. It wasn't creative, it wasn't new. It was cheap. The bell tied around the ankle of the dead people and the girls when she's visiting says, "Why do you have a bell on the ankle?" And the coroner says, "It's an old thing, right, that they used to do to make sure people yeah. were dead." He goes, "I like to hold on to tradition." Right away in my head, here's my checklist. Boom, we're going to hear that later. See, but that doesn't bother me in this instance because because everything else surrounding that yeah. aspect of it is great. Right, but we didn't need those wandering bodies. It. We didn't need them. We could have had her being terrifying without it. so scary to begin with was these wandering bodies down the hall, and I can't get out. I think that's that that yeah. aspect of it is what scared me. I mean, me the I could most. see that. I could see why, but yeah. for me, it's what really felt like, oh, because I was telling you, that made it so that it kept it in regular horror for me. Whereas for a while there, with the way there was this way, they I mean, we were literally watching an autopsy. Yeah. And the dude was oh, explaining yeah. how you do it. Mm-hmm. And I wasn't grossed out. I was fucking fascinated and i was in and everything they kept pulling out was just more mystery more mystery and i just thought this is great and how if they had piece this together and if there had been creepy shit just kind of happening here and there you know but when her eyes start changing back to normal and there was just like kind of these other things i'm like okay now you're just before it felt more elevated we talk about elevated horror mm-hmm. in the way we talk about movies sometimes there's certain movies that when they operate on a certain level, it's a visceral horror. It's not horror that you have to show. It's yeah, psychological it's not sometimes. In your face. Yeah. And I felt like this could have been that because there it was going that route and it was doing it beautifully. It was doing such a good job of it. Even the radio. The radio was a cool thing too. Mm-hmm. Love that. Love the radio piece. Love him being freaked out it by it. The opening and closing of the of the the what do you call them the slabs those doors the morgue doors oh yeah the, uh, the that's cooler. cool too you know the thing that happened to the cat though I hate things happening mm-hmm. to animals True. that works for me all these things work but I don't need to see the the sewn mouth thing through the cracks ah! you know because that's just True. again that's just that's cheap horror that's like we get that and you can do that if that's what the whole movie had been but it felt that movie had such a different feeling for the first two acts it just had this feeling of being more kind of on an elevated level of we're building something here and we're going to give you something that's going to keep you creeped out and fucking blow your mind too that when you finally put two and two together you know Mm -hmm. what i mean and maybe even have shit happen to him but not in a way where it's just overdone you know what i mean if it makes sense because yeah. all of a sudden, then there was all that smoke coming in everywhere, and it just went all over the place for me. There was It was like they were throwing all these different horror tropes in at the end, like all the different things we can do to do jump scares. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, oh, man, don't do that, because you were doing so good. <laughs> I don't know. Dude, Maybe that the ringing of the bell would have been great, too, but without seeing it, right? Like if you heard the ringing of the bell, that's creepy as fuck. See, and I would even go Not so seeing much the thing in the far... mirror would have been fine, too, yeah, not but seeing hearing the, thing the bell. In the mirror, not seeing the, the sewn mouth, How about like he's said. there, right, and he hears the bell and looks in the mirror, and there's no one down that hallway. That's worse. Yeah. Because you know what like, I mean? I can't see And it. no Where matter it what, it keeps from? getting closer and closer, but you just don't see it. That's some fucked up shit. Yeah. 
I'm no, telling I, you. So I, that's I what. Agree. I but can, this is I my opinion. I'm not saying no. It was I bad. love this movie, dude. And I'm the one who brought this good. to the list. I thought it was really um, good. I yeah. really do. I, I enjoyed the first it. time seeing this. I was like, I was blown away. I was like, damn, that was really good. Nice. I love the whole concept of mortuaries and morgues as yeah. a setting for a horror movie. Yes. Just because they're inherently going to be during a, a, a scary storm. place. During the storm. In the middle of the country where even if you did get out, where are you going to go? Trapped. Now you're trapped. Yeah, now you're trapped in a basement. Not very many people know you're there and are all preoccupied. Then the power goes out. Then the power goes out. Um, and then put two and two together. And then the two and two gets put together and you realize you're in the room with a witch. See, ah, I would have a hard time with that. I'd say, no, Sheriff, I can't do that. I've, I've seen enough horror movies to know how this thing goes. <laughs> We're not doing it. That's amazing, dude. But yeah, for me, I really, I, I'm going to tell you, I loved it. I will tell people to check it out. I just, I just wish it would have stayed with what I thought was coming. I thought it was going to stay on a specific level. That's all. That's all. All right. Well, don't let, uh, don't let Chris's, uh, no, no. Uh, opinions. I'm hoping also steer you clear from. I'm hoping also the they movie. didn't listen to that and then decide to check out the movie. Jesus, now you're ruining the them. whole movie. Spoiler alerts after the fact. Yeah, well, I think when you they know we're talking movies, they know we're going to get you, into with, what's mean, happening. If you're watching a review, a movie review <laughs> podcast, you probably should. Um. So yeah, that's Jane Doe, man. Yes. Um, yes. Emil Hirsch, though. I fucking love Emil Hirsch. Dude. That was a good, both all the perform every performance in this. I thought was good. Oh yeah, so everybody good. on point. Um, I love Emil Hirsch, dude. Fucking um, Into the Wild. It's one of my favorite movies. I love that movie. Oh, yeah. Where he plays yeah. Alexander Supertramp. I never saw the movie. Really? Yeah, I read the book. I read the book. Oh, it was dude. great. God, check the movie out, man. It's one of my favorite movies. Top five. Ooh. Yeah, it's that good. I love... Maybe it's just because I'm an outdoors person, but and I want to do that, but I don't know, man. Great. Do you know when you said the autopsy of Jane Doe, there was um there was another movie that I had in mind that the the poster came to mind. That's why I kept thinking it had to do with like um possessions or demons. Okay. And oh, are you thinking the exorcism of Emily Rose? No, I've seen that, but there's another one that I'm it's got like an old one. lady on the cover. She's kind of old looking, but her hair is all kind of brushed back. Do it's you know the name of the movie? White. No, I wish I could remember. I can't think of it now. Um, well, shadow people, if you know the uh, the movie, he what what decade, what year? Couldn't about? even tell you. Probably in the twenty tens. Okay, if anybody has any idea, please uh, yeah let us know because I'm I'll probably find it before probably. before anybody responds. But we'll still give you credit, make you um, feel good. And then day three. Oh, this is a good one, dude. The Burbs comes over here to smoke cigars his wife won't let him he doesn't know i know that hi ray how you doing bud hey there how mr peters good to see you want to need a letter by chance would you ah uh, it is a lovely night isn't it yeah green sky tonight green sky at morning neighbor take warning green sky at night neighbor take flight You know, did you ever see the movie The Sentinel, Mr. Peterson? It's about the old guy who owns the apartment, which is kind of like the uh, gateway to hell. No, I, I didn't see that. Oh. Well, I was doing some thinking. And, you know, being that their last house burned down and all, it's like maybe somebody left the gate open. <laughs> 
The nice thing is, is we don't have to go into this because we're going to be going into it. What yes. is it? 1985? 84? No, it's later. 89, isn't it? Nine. Yeah, it's yeah. at the end. Joe Dante. All right. But it's fun. Tom Hanks. Oh, dude. My dad introduced me to this movie. Tom Hanks before he's... he's Tom total, Hanks. Totally going, uh, yeah. um, you know, with a lot of the serious roles. This is when he still has a lot of the comedy because he was in comedy mostly. That was his roles mm-hmm. were comedic roles. Uh, your dad, same. My dad showed me this when I was a kid. This was one of the movies he put on for us. And it's one of the ones that it's one of those movies that it is on the horror uh it is, but it's enough of a family friendly right. movie to be able to right. put it's on accessible. on a Friday night with the family it's on October accessible 18th. horror yes. movie. Yes, yes. Exactly. it's one that you can. That it's a wholesome horror. Yes. movie. Yes, people who are not into horror, you can, but want creepy or spooky or something like that to watch, you can show them this. See, and there's always I always have people who are like, uh, what what what's a good horror movie to get my kids started into horror? Oh yeah, movies? yeah. This is absolutely oh, probably yeah. one of the top top suggestions because there's nothing really super horrific to this until the very 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 end because yeah. but everything building up to it is is like insinuating they're just saying it's insinuating it's cr- but then there's a point where you're scary. like well you know what what if they're maybe right they're really not killers and then at right. the end you're like fuck i guess they really are right right but you're at first you're like what if what if they are because yeah. there's that the weird like digging scene and you know watching them do the thing with the garbage can yeah but the idea what makes it spooky is the feel of the movie, how they make, how they present it, yes, right. Yes. The setting, the way the house looks, the compared fact to that all the other houses, the around rain. It. You know yeah. what I mean? And the, the way these people are and the way they look, they're also very different from each other. And they're too, all dude. into being spooky, like the yes. idea, like when he wants to walk his dog, and so he comes out, and again, now it's nighttime, and they're mm-hmm. sitting outside the dude's thing, and they're telling stories, and they're talking about the guy that went crazy one time, and the one kid's like scares him. You know what I mean? Like it's all this stuff that's that kind of. The spooky stuff you enjoyed doing when you were a kid. You enjoyed yes. that creep factor. There's not gore. There's not much gore in this. There's not there's monsters. Gore, there's not. Dude. It's not that kind of horror, but it's fun. It's super yeah, it's fun. Rated PG. And there's comedy. I mean, it's Tom Hanks. Dude, IMDb doesn't even have it listed Carrie as Carrie Fisher. They have it listed as a, a comedy mystery thriller. Oh, I could see that. But we've seen a lot of movies on horror lists that are really thrillers. Yes. Erotic uh, dress thrillers. To kill. <laughs> and, yes, uh, Cat's Eye. <laughs> Both Dressed to Kill and Cat's Eye, erotic yes. thrillers. So, uh, but yeah, dude. So this one is, is, this is one that's always my favorites. This is always in my top list of movies to watch. Oh, dude. And I can watch this movie over and over and A million and over, times. And it's never going to get old, dude. That no. shot of them holding the bone, it's like, ah. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's going to be fun to get into this. I know it's going to be a while, though, man. We're talking, it might be a this couple years from now. This is the end of now. like, the first, the first documentary uh, uh, compendium of our <laughs> podcast. So, yeah. yeah. So it's going to be a while before we get into it. But, you know, I don't want to get too hard into it because we're going to say a bunch of stuff. And then when we say it later, if we say something different, you know how people are. Yeah. Well, you know, you say that way back mind. in the you day. Said, uh, at 31 minutes and 46 seconds, this. I love that both of our voices just drop go and go, same, hmm. uh, What is it? It's, uh, uh, there's a word for it. Fuck. <laughs> it's funny, dude. Um. But yeah, so that's our first three days, and I'm yes. already stoked, man. I'm loving yes. that I'm, we're watching them tonight. I've got we've got uh, Maniac 2012 on yep, deck. 2012 Maniac Tuesday. I'm really October looking 5th. forward to it, dude. Yeah, I'm interested, dude. I should have bought it when I saw it on DVD, but um, I didn't. My so. new thing now is is in terms of uh, collecting media is Blu-ray. 
I'm so behind on it, but now it's like, hey, I can go get it for two bucks, and now I have it. For nope, there you go. On Blu-ray, yeah. you know yeah. what I mean? Unless you're going to get like the special edition collectors, because some of then them you want to. five bucks at the Emporium. Oh, there you go, dude. That's where I got my Goonies one, dude. I got oh, it for like really? two bucks. Dang, dude. Yeah, dude. So that's it. Yes. We're done with this episode. So let's, uh, let's night. get We'll catch you next here. time. <laughs> where where do you guys find us on social? Uh, you can find us on OOTS. If social's working, dude, yeah, while we're I know. recording. Christ, dude. While we're recording, Facebook and Facebook Instagram are and down. Facebook and Instagram are still down, so I can't put up the crazy. post tonight for the movie. So uh, you can find us on Twitter. I will be there. Uh, you can find us there at OOTS pod on Twitter. Facebook and Instagram, you can find... Oh, and uh, Slasher app, you can find us at Out of the Shadows Podcast. Uh, again, please always, always, always come interact, talk, Leave comments, ask questions, give us suggestions. Maybe there's something we haven't heard of movie-wise. Uh, and I'll say, screw it. I'll put this on on a Saturday and watch it instead of watching the one I'm supposed to for the show. Um, <laughs> yeah, dude. Everybody oh. stay tuned. We got exciting things coming down the road. Oh, yeah. We have some really exciting things, dude. I cannot yep. wait to announce it's going to yeah. be so much fun. Also, guys, keep your eyes open. Um, by the time you're hearing this, Actually, the day you're listening to this, uh, In Search of Darkness 3, Volume 3, yes, the, will go uh, live. The Kickstarter is going to go live. So make sure you go out. Don't say Kickstarter because I don't know if it's on Kickstarter. Crowdfunding. It's crowdfunding Kickstarter. Crowdfunding campaign will be starting. Yes. So make sure you go and hit that up. Make sure to put some support their way. Look, those first two volumes are amazing. Uh, the fact that we have this podcast is all due to that the existence of those documentaries. Yeah. So uh, I can't wait to see the third one, dude. I'm, de- I'm going to oh, definitely dude, gonna be an interesting on one. Yeah. It's going to all be like mostly probably obscure things I've never heard of. Which I can't wait for. Yeah. So, all right, guys. Thanks so much for listening. We'll see you guys next time. Until then, remember, keep your eye on the shadows.